0: hello and welcome to how much for a sleeve a shit podcast you're right mate
1: yeah you're right mate (laughs) yeah (laughs) do you know what i didn't do
0: shout rude words yeah yeah, it's because I went a little bit I went a little bit vicar at a funeral on you at the start yeah. there, didn't I?
1: Yeah. Well, I spent a few months since I had a funeral, so it's about time. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah.
0: Me and all my oh, yeah. while we are gathered here oh. today to rest Wed. in peace, mix anus. We <laughs> <Four. laughs> don't again, want to know why you're added <laughs> a teaspoon of sriracha sauce as <laughs> per the recipe intended. And then, lo, did he add another three because he doesn't learn?
1: <laughs> um, I've been sent a, a very admirable number of Willy-related posts this week.
0: Have oh, yeah. Good.
1: Yeah, there's been one post that's been doing the rounds of some Willy-shaped diamonds that I must have been sent seven times. Willy-shaped diamonds, time... me- meaning
0: diamonds forged into the shape of a willy for jewelry. wow
1: yep and each time i send the same response because i've been sent it so many times and i go oh i wish that was a tooth gem um Ah. and um yeah it's great though sent yeah loads somebody posts somebody sent us something today i think on the podcast page and it was an exceptional sleeve concept a massive schlong did you see it no but it sounds right in
0: my wheelhouse yeah
1: (laughs) um it was wonderful. Yeah, that- lots of willies. I really enjoy that. That's my thing. Yeah, yeah and you've also
0: um, you know, managed to swerve. Mm. She likes willies. I know yeah. what I'll do. I'll send her my actual Willie.
1: That's because I'm an ugly cunt. Uh, f- yeah. 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 Um, do you know, I've said so been like writing some lols and stuff. I haven't actually said willies once. In any of my, I've not made a single Willie joke.
0: Well, now you're broadening your horizon. You're thinking about it. You're getting into the into joke writing Real, and, and 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 realizing yeah. that
1: there just are other
0: shout, Shouting about cock isn't that funny. It's still funny though.
1: I mean, it it's pretty funny, but maybe not to everybody. Lesbians don't like
0: it much. Yeah. People who've lost their willies. Michael Bobbitt if that was his name, that lad whose wife cut his knob off and threw it out the car window. Do you remember that from the 1990s doing a bobbit to
1: (laughs) is that the one who bit it off
0: i believe so yeah um it might have been cut off while he was i don't know let's not get it let's probably call it yeah so allegedly allegedly a knob came off and it got through through the car car knobbed off yeah just knobbed it off knobbed Um, it off so knob tattoo sleeve concept probably brings us on quite nicely to our new feature
1: Da, da, da. We've
0: got a, we've got a feature. We realise that the question that we just ask people all the time is, whilst enjoyable, just a bit shit. So, New Year, new us, huns So, yeah, we've oh. we've got a, we've got a new feature, which is Lucy.
1: What? Well, it's actually tattoo related. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it is tattoo of the week.
0: Just as you said that, um, I've just realised we only do one a fortnight. So, tattoo of our tattoo week, of tattoo of the... this week, tattoo 14. of this.
1: Days.
0: T- tattoo of this
1: week. Oh, El- Elvis just sat on my lap and fired That was nice. Dutty um, boy. Ta- ta- t- tattoo. Tattoo. T- tattoo of this
0: week. That works.
1: Okay. So the. T- um. Yeah. Um. So what and- is our what is our
0: inaugural tattoo of this week's winner?
1: It's spectacular. It's a tattoo brought to you by Uncle Alan off of that Germany. Um, And the tattoo itself is a goldfish in or uh, a Trixie Mattel in the shape of a goldfish holding a pride flag and wearing a pride bow. A pride fish, Trixie Mattel pride fish tattoo by Uncle Alan, who is at Uncle A at Conspiracy Inc. in Berlin. And it's fucking banging. It looks just like her. Do you watch um, any of Trixie and Catcher's stuff? No, it happened. But I just I saw oh. some Trixie stand up um, yesterday, yeah. which was really low. They, uh, they them two have some um,
0: incredibly silly and funny things. Scope oh, really? that out, everyone. I'm yeah. not going to attempt to say catch a surname, even though it's a piss take. Um, I still think it would be bad. But <laughs> yes. um, Trixie Mattel famous season eight, seven, season seven,
1: I think. Don't know. You were on it. And um, have I ever have I ever told you about the local drag queen to me who has an exceptional name? Season seven. And I think it's one of my right. favourites. I was right the <laughs> second time I said it. What
2: is it? Patty.
1: Pfizer um, F- Minnelli That's good that isn't it? It's topical though, isn't it? I it wonder is. if it will age badly. She's really funny.
0: Pizza Minnelli
1: Pizza. <laughs> Pizza.
0: No, that is good. That is good. yeah. I think so. Like when, when, when did you start dragging up? Uh, it was during a very bored lockdown. <laughs> I <called> myself... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I discovered that uh, I could do this, and I was good at it. And I called myself Fizer Manelli, but that is good.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's very good. Um, this oh sorry, others. This tattoo is also very good. It's lovely. It oh fucking sorry. We'll put...
0: business, we'll put a yeah. link to it in the episode description if you want to go and observe it. It is yeah. banging and a worthy recipient of our first tattoo of this week award
1: indeed so please send in <laughs> we'll give them a rosette and um, please send in any suggestions doesn't have to be willy related although obviously those ones will win we'll get my vote yeah. um mick won't because he'll be jealous of the size um, any suggestions that'd be awesome just yeah shoot them over slide into rdms um, and thanks do. very much Thanks. Also keep sending suggestions that he'd like to have on as well. That'd be yes. lovely. Yes, please. Um, Don't have any more friends so we need help.
0: Yes, please. Thank you. So you got anything else you want to talk about? I've been watching Happy Valley, have isn't it?
1: No, I never have. Yeah, actually. never got
0: never never got into it. Considering it's from where I live, I thought I would have heard about it. But getting right into it, it's banging.
1: I've heard loads of people talk about it. Hasn't yeah. it been going for years?
0: Well, there was first season was I think twenty fourteen, second season twenty sixteen, and the third season has just come out now. So there was a Oh. Yeah.
1: Bit, bit of a hiatus.
0: back, Yeah. But it's banging. Well, oh, good. maybe I'll give it a whirl. Whirl it off, mate. It's banging.
1: I haven't watched any T V recently really. I started watching Well, I've been on my holidays, yeah. Um I started watching um have you did you ever see Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? It's on Prime? No i did not it's low. Well, i love a um period drama and um it's sorry oh, fuck off it's um elvis <laughs> you can fuck off too <laughs> i love a period drama and it's set in like new york 50s and it's this um jewish lady who turns into a stand-up comedian accidentally which is also topical um even though this isn't accidental and it's yeah it's really low. it's big lols and um
0: Good. Uh, Lucy's just trying to uh, rescue some of her household items from her cat. Um, it's the Brighton Tattoo Convention coming up soon. The couple of weeks after this goes out, so Lucy and I will be there. Um, we
1: will be there. I'll we, be the one that looks I can like, tell you.
0: I'll be the one that looks like Willie Thorne Lucy will be <laughs> the one that looks like Lucy and or Ozzy Osborne. Come up and say hello, and that if you see us. Um, yeah. you're working on Saturday.
1: I'm working on Saturday on the origin stand and we are going to be uh, middle floor where all the stuff happens um far over to the left end wall. So I'll be up there on the Saturday. Come and say hello. I'm sure Mick will be loitering. And then on the Sunday, we're going to be hanging out and hung over. Um, so we'll come and find you. But yeah, yes. come and say hi. We fucking loved it last year when people came up and said the podcast was shit. So yeah. um, please do it again. We've got some stickers. Go stick them with people.
0: Yeah. We won't have a big banner with cocks all over this time. No. Nah, I'm sure, I'm I'm sure you, you you'll working get on an somewhere. actual
1: shop stall this time, so I've got to be a bit professional. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, can't wait. we really looking forward to it. Thanks, Woody, for having having me back and nice allowing Mick to come.
0: The best uh, tattoo convention that is there, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: In in my opinion, also excellent. And um, this week we have got a, a lovely tap on Mark Magill.
0: Fucking... Mark McElvany, I'll step in there because I yeah. listen, and I'm not a terrible person. <laughs> but yeah, is uh, there's 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 some some serious stuff we cover in here. It's not a uh, it's not the wall to wall dick fest that Lucy wanted, but it was. Uh, <laughs> there's some important stuff that that we talk about in there about the industry and the way the country is at the moment, without getting too yeah. deep. But it's uh, yeah. and it's it's nice and it's refreshing and I think it gives, it, it you know it gave me a little bit of hope I guess in a in a weird way that there was a people are thinking about this and it's not just a, you know everyone's struggling and you talk about it and good stuff happens when you talk about it rather than bottling it up so there's lessons for everyone uh, Mark is obviously yeah. the bollocks and he's a very funny man. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a good listen. It's a good listen. What's happening there? Oh, we've got El- we've got Elvis. We've got Elvis problems. While I'm trying to be normal for
1: Elvis, one. constant Elvis problems. I think my problems lay with my teenage child. Do they fuck?
0: This Do is, they fuck? <laughs> this is um ah oh, fuck. What's his name? What's that? John Peel. This is John Peel. This is the constant Elvis problems with their latest release. <laughs> Uh, teenage clusterfuck. It's a great record, and we uh, we appreciate you coming on.
1: <laughs> if it's not my cunting Apple Watch, then it's my cunting cat. <laughs> that
0: was the cunting watches. Well, I'm not going to do any
1: more.
0: But I I was, that was that was a that was an above average impression. That was good. That was right. I'll do that one again. Yeah, oh, one? better than the better than the Boris Johnson one I did in episode four.
1: Oh, um, there's a John Peel Centre in um, Stowmarket where is I there? work. Is he? Yeah, not from John... there is he. Don't know, maybe not with that accent. No, no, um, yeah, I don't know. Don't know if he lived, maybe he just walked through the town once.
0: I think I'm probably the third most famous person to walk through Stone Market. So maybe if he did come yeah. through once, he would get a center named after him.
1: Who were the first and second?
0: I reckon at least two Ipswich Town footballers have accidentally gone there by mistake.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We'll,
0: we'll say that was uh, Martin Roycer and. Matt Robinson.
1: One of my friends recently bought an Ipswich Town football player's vehicle. I can't tell you who it was, but I can tell you what car it was.
0: Oh, right, hold on. We've got some gossip here. What car was it?
1: Um, Dodge Hellcat. Oh, a bloody
0: good car. I knew it would be a footballer. Yeah. I know it's that is you. as well.
1: Do yeah. you? Uh, yeah,
0: I do. No, yeah, do I fuck? I, as I wouldn't you be know, surprised
1: if you knew. You
0: know, I do not care about cars. and I would actually <laughs> remove any car or motor vehicle information from my brain. <laughs> as, a, as a way of cleansing myself from the bad stuff.
1: <laughs> um, next time we come on the pod, I will have had my stand-up debut.
0: Yes. Be so excited. if I'm not
1: here, it's not gone well. Nah, you. already in. told me to take out an offensive joke, so <laughs> yeah.
0: it was bad <laughs> as well. The, the joke was valid. The uh... yeah, we are not getting the other. But yeah, no. it's <laughs> nice though, and I'm glad you're doing it, and I hope you find some joy from it.
1: Oh, thank you. It's it um now that I've written something and I'm slightly less terrified. I'm getting a little bit of joy from it, uh, but we'll find out on Wednesday if I'm fucking shit and nobody laughs. <laughs> it's, it's much better on the podcast because I haven't got an active audience. Like I can't, nobody's laughing yeah. here, and also you can't see if
0: anyone goes. Oh, what?
1: Yeah, cringe or just like yeah. just doesn't do anything. Whereas but I yeah. just
0: I just get the DMs telling me I should do stand up because of how great I am on here. <laughs> Happ- happened once. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I'll sling you them ten dollars later. <gasps> right, should we get on?
1: Yeah, Mark Epis- McIlvenny,
0: episode fifty-eight Lee. of uh, How Much for a Sleeve with Mark McIlvenny.
1: Willie,
2: this is good time, Charlie, and you're listening to How Much for a Sleeve.
1: We are back with another exciting episode of the world's worst podcast this week, featuring Mark McIlvenny. Hello, Mark McIlvenny. Oh,
3: all right hello good hello, nice to meet you nice to meet you too my man
1: <laughs> um how you doing
3: yeah i'm all good i'm all good how are you
1: very well thank you although i can hear my cat starting to be a knob in the hallway already Started early. yeah, <laughs> yeah no,
3: no, ruined... my dogs aren't here
0: thank god oh, right. <laughs> well, i wouldn't get a second if my dogs were we always have um, dogs, your Dog dogs.
1: yeah your dogs have got some of the most exceptional pet names ever yeah
3: well phil phil um phil's (laughs) actually a girl but she would behave but ham ham is a dickhead so i wouldn't get a second if ham was here
0: (laughs) phil and ham
3: yeah phil well philip philip and ham yeah
0: what's the uh philip the girl uh, how did you come up with those
3: uh so actually when i was an apprentice i wanted to get like an english bulldog but i didn't have like two and a half grand for a dog Mm-hmm. So actually, I looked in the Friday, uh, so I get an English Bulldog and I was going to call it Philip because I thought like that was proper like English Bulldog suiting name. Uh, but I actually looked in the Friday ads and found these staffies for £200. So I went and got one of them and then Phil was the funniest one. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to take her, but she's still getting called Philip. <laughs> <laughs> and Ham, French Bulldog, just looks like a pig, doesn't
1: he? Oh, that's <laughs> cute. What colours are they?
3: Phil's brindle. Phil's 12 and a half. And Ham's like... He was supposed to be black and tan, but he's just black. Um, Ham's 6 now.
1: Oh, Pet cast.
0: Yeah. They are the bollocks pets, aren't they? I had to uh, give my cats uh, flea treatment today and did one of them. And it ran past the other one so hard that the other one shit himself and I haven't seen him since. So he (laughs) he he hasn't had his bits yet, so... Twats. Oh,
1: Elvis has been ill. Elvis is my cat, Mark, and um, he's had a cough. And I thought just for a while that he just had like bad hairballs. I feel a bit bad now letting him cough for so long. <laughs> so I went to the vet and um, they gave us some antibiotics and they said, oh, can you give him tablets? And I was like, uh, No. <laughs> no <laughs> um he's a cunt when he's nice uh, let alone when I'm trying no. to feed him a fucking tablet um sorry bad language um so they gave me this like paste and it's meant to taste like chicken and um he's been taking it and now he's getting better which is great but now he's realized what I'm doing he's only just realizing what I'm doing yeah, yeah. So I've yeah, been now, trying everything I like,
0: was it he, he stopped coughing he's like she's doing something to me yeah
1: I miss my cough I, I liked that him. I've <laughs> given
0: I've given my pets tablets before and one of them rest in peace bowl talking of animals with odd names oh bowl uh would just sit there you'd open his mouth you could chuck it down and he'd go twat, what do you do that for and we do that every day for like nearly a year <laughs> any other cat I've ever had I get them in the position to hold their head and they think I'm putting hot knives between their ribs and start opening. <laughs> the back legs come out oh, it's like, so funny with the arms.
3: just you're wrapped in like the, the pills in the ham yeah and normally those just yam the ham but somehow you put a pill in the ham put it in and they eat the ham and still manage to spit the pill out it's like one of those <laughs> girls uh, it's like those girls that can tie like cherry stalks together yeah. in their tongues <laughs>
0: so, so in, in just picking up on something so technically ham could yam the ham and then spit the ham out
3: <laughs> yeah well to be fair ham uh, ham's not as good as phil ham's a little bit stupid, and like,
0: he'd probably eat anything if I pretended that I was going to eat it. Yeah. I just think my my cats as well that if, if whatever human food I'm having, they will come and sniff it to make sure it's something that they don't want. And they always look at me like I'm some sort of complete and utter bastard for not eating cat food. <laughs> you know what I
1: mean,
2: what's that? It's,
0: a, it's an apple, mate. Do you want an apple? No, you don't want an
1: apple. <laughs> no. Elvis goes fucking nuts for bananas. He goes nuts for them. I'm like, you really don't want it. Trust me. And he's like, Climbing on my head, Mick knows because Elvis has climbed on him to get his food. Yeah. Uh, he, him yeah,
0: for a pizza once,
1: yeah, an oven pizza of all things. Yeah, it wasn't, even,
0: <laughs> it wasn't even nice, but he was very small then. And then every other time I've seen him since, it was like I was, I don't know, a nonce walking into a schoolyard. He was off,
1: yeah, <laughs> he wasn't a fan. The vet was like, um. The vet put him on the scales and she said, yeah, can see he's a house cat because he's nearly six kilos.
0: <laughs> yeah. Optimus is six kilos. Right. Should we talk about oh, tattoos? Really? We've gone Oh, off, no. We've, got, we've gone no, off Last
1: thing. The vet says, I have to need, I have to need to, oh, I have to brush his teeth.
0: Uh, no chance.
1: Oh. I know. So I got one of these little pet toothbrushes that you put on your finger, but I've also got some wipes and I've tried it once and it didn't go well. <laughs> he had his <laughs> paws around my throat and I gave up. So... Just,
0: just put a little bit of pate on the uh, on the <laughs> toothbrush, like a little bit yeah. of twitzy paste for some him. of
1: his, his chicken antibiotics and kill two birds for one stone. There you go.
0: <laughs> I'd probably kill you. He'd probably just definitely. You know, when cats looking at you and they're like, dogs don't do this. Dogs look at you with love, even when you're being nasty to them. But cats look at you and they're trying to work out. Like you can see it in their eyes. They're working out the quickest way. They know where to hit you as well. I know, if I get you in. If yeah. I get if I can get him in the juggler, I can do him in a couple of minutes. Yeah. looking you like that no
3: matter what you're doing whether you try to do something to them or even if you're just sitting there cats yeah. are looking at you
1: like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> working,
0: working you out doing some maths trying to work yeah. out the science of how they can end you
1: so this will be my last podcast it's been fun thanks yeah. for coming. yeah it's been yeah. nice nice night yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least
0: Elvis will have clean teeth though
1: yeah <laughs> Um. so tattoos Mark how long have you been tattooing how did you get into it
3: so 13 years now tattooing me. Um, I started like I guess by everybody else like like everyone else getting tattooed then I started drawing and I was looking for an apprenticeship where I lived at the time not really much going on I moved to Brighton and I started working in a bar and it just so happened that a studio was opening like right opposite and as they were renovating it they were coming into the bar to drink every day so then I became friends with those guys and ended up getting an apprenticeship with them yeah that was done in Brighton
1: awesome how long was the apprenticeship?
3: (sighs) Well, I mean probably two two to three years really. I mean it wasn't a particularly well run studio and if I'm honest, like I wouldn't have got in anywhere else. <laughs> right. I, I wouldn't have given me an apprenticeship.
1: Brighton is so <laughs> saturated with tattoos now. Oh
3: it is now. Something like 70 studios like in yes. like ten mile radius.
1: It's nuts. I like I see some tattoos who are who really struggle down there now. To be honest, like I feel like the industry is imploding a bit.
3: Yeah, well, this Brighton's huge What well, did used to be huge for traditional. And I've seen much better like traditional artists than me having to leave there because it was just it's just so oversaturated.
1: Yeah, it's such I, a shame because Brighton's such a lush place. With that
0: yeah, comes, I love living there. Comes all the things with you know people this is probably being a bit mean on the general populace, but the people don't know. So they do a little bit of research. They know what they like, but they don't understand it's the, the difference between the 7 out of 10 and the 9 out ten out of 10. 100%.
3: The, and a lot of times they'll look at the price as well. Yeah. They, they can't really the see the difference in quality, so yeah. they'll look at the difference in price.
0: So then the good tattooers have to either look, right, we've got, we got to address this. What are you doing, Lucy? <laughs> I'm That's drinking fucking my
1: cooking. World.
0: World's longest sip because you just sat there going, oh, God, I can't keep sipping this because they're going to. So, you yeah, need right. to
1: notice that I'm drinking out of the coconut. Yeah. So <laughs> I that, could that see is... you getting upset. <laughs> Your face, you're like, I'm trying to talk. I need to comment on it. But I don't so, want to comment because he wants me to comment.
0: <laughs> Lucy has popped a, a little straw into the belly buttonhole of a young coconut, I believe.
1: Yeah, it's very fresh. Is this vegan as fuck or what? That is vegan, vegan
0: beans. as AF, as yeah. as absolute yeah. AF. And it's There's a great story.
1: Nah, I did think about that though. I could siphon some rum in, and then I'd be yeah. Caribbean as fuck. Well. Yeah. Caribbean
3: as fuck.
0: That would be anyway. Yeah. So when you then people who are good then have to reduce their prices to keep busy, and then that yeah. just cut you just it's like a an ever decreasing circle. I would imagine of just going into yeah. bad, which situation. I think is
3: like worse now than than maybe ever. The current climate is like definitely like that. Do
0: you think that's yeah. that's in general? We're, not, we're talking about in general, not just in Brighton here.
3: Yeah, no, yeah, in like the whole country. I mean, we've had guest artists, a couple of Italians to get with us. They were working in Germany. They told me like it was a similar situation there, but it's definitely like the entire UK for sure. Do you think yeah. that's
0: as, as basic as people have less pound notes in their pocket? So,
3: well, I'm going to blame it on the Tories, really. Yeah,
0: I think that's absolutely <laughs> fine. I think we're all in a we're all in agreement there. It's uh, it's a, because of that, we people have less money, and frivolous things like tattoos are seen as this is it. One well,
3: tattoo is the, a luxury first thing to go.
0: Yeah, which that it is, is and yeah. it is, and I you know I, we do have to say that there's a. Uh, I'm privileged to have been in a position to get loads, but having said that, the way people are being treated by the government in this country is minging and leads to not just people not having tattoos people uh, not having jobs and dying what is it? well you of... see what i've seen on the news today that,
3: uh, in april another 20% hike on uh, energy bills
0: yeah and that, that's yeah. why and I, you know when everyone's trying to if you know people are struggling to afford what it is at the moment what about everything then you feel like you, your energy bills go up but you feel like a twat if you put your prices up
3: yeah, exactly that. And I know it's going the opposite way because people are struggling. I'm putting my prices down. Yeah. So yeah. You're, not
0: ma- you're not making... But the cost entry. of
3: things... I mean, gloves... Well, how much did gloves go up after Brexit? Gloves are finally starting to come back down now, but gloves went from like £5 to a box to like £25 a box.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think there's yeah. there's things where Brexit is still not spoken about as this enormous negative. It's always... Let's look at these two or three plus points, of which really they aren't, and they talk about the future rather than what's happening now. And that goes for pretty much every I don't want to get all I don't want to get all Matt Letizier on the gaff, but <laughs> the that the mainstream media are still not saying very rarely does any and if, if someone does say it, it's fucking Carol Vorderman. Yeah, you
2: know, yeah.
0: You know, bless her heart. I fucking love her.
3: And yeah, she, I love it. She just came out saying she's got five boyfriends, isn't
0: she? Good on her.
3: Yeah, good on her. Go no, on, like
0: at all, six, one. She thought, <laughs> I'd, I, this is going to be mean, um, slightly body bashing, but a woman of her age who's had that much work done shouldn't look that good. They should look like a wasp stung She looks amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, She does, she look, does amazing. look
1: amazing. Yeah. Back this to the Brexit, this... though. They, were,
3: they said that, like, any benefit from Brexit will take 10 years for them to make any difference for them to be any benefits over here. So 10 years for us, like I'm 40, so that, so we will struggle for 10 years. So from 40 to 50, I will struggle before any benefits. That's the time of my life when I'll make most money going into my retirement. Yeah. So, like, thanks.
0: Yeah. And I also, <laughs> I also see see yeah. zero evidence for that, actually, for there being any upside to it. Yeah, yeah. No, it can't... If... if it, Everyone knows that, that people who voted for Brexit, who I, who I have absolutely zero problem with, but none of them... I know people who have voted for at least half a dozen, maybe even 10 different Brexits, that n- none of them have got. So they're all pissed off as well. I know it's their fault, but I don't blame yeah, them.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess, like, the general election was just a second referendum anyway in the end. That was just another yeah. Brexit vote.
0: So you, is, there, is there, like, the the effect of Brexit on prices of things is that is that still noticeable nothing's yeah well, it's, I mean, got sensible
3: we did have a conversation in the studio a couple of days ago like the the prices of things are slightly returned I mean they're not back to normal but gloves and things like that like general amini is starting to come down again slightly but originally yeah they were they were increased by four to five percent the prices on some of the things no no they were time four times higher five times higher at some points so, yeah
1: <laughs> That was nuts. Like when we came back after lockdown, I just, I just said to everyone that I had booked in, like, I'm just gonna have to add like 10, 20 quid on top of this just to cover the cost of our fucking like PPE. Oh my God, it's been so long, I've forgotten. <laughs> PPI, PPE, PPE. protective <laughs> PPE. P-P-E yeah. <laughs> um, but everyone was like, "Yeah, no, totally get it." And then there's fucking containers of gloves and masks and aprons sitting somewhere that yeah. some Tory is profiting on. Yeah. But um, yeah, it is nice to see stuff sort of returning to normal, but it's such like people lowering their prices and people putting their prices up. It just all it's just, I just don't know what the right answer is to do it. Like you want to lower your prices because you're like, well, um, I need to get the work in. But then like your existing customers who have paid, say like 200 quid for something you're now charging 150 quid for yeah. are going to be like, well, why couldn't I have had it that cheap? And then you're going to take people on new customers who then when you gradually sort of maybe raise them again, they might be disgruntled. It's just, but then you need to survive as well.
3: I think some of the like, onus needs to be on like the studios, the studio owners think things like uh, taking 50, 40% off artists is such a dated thing now. Like how are we supposed to earn money if we're having to drop our prices? Things are costing us more. And then you're taking that because I mean you take 40, 50 percent, then a tax man takes twenty percent, then the, then the mm. equipment is like ten percent, we're coming out with like thirty percent of what we're earning on that. People think we make loads of money, but on every yeah. hundred pounds we're making thirty quid, really. Yeah. And is that totally. is that
0: a, a reason why people are so quick to jump into their own their own studios, start their own, so that so they can take that bit of control.
3: Yeah. Well, I think I mean. You either spend your life paying for someone else's dream or you go and make your own. Like, and also, yeah, the money side of it. I mean, if you're, you're working in a studio and you're giving such a high percentage, you could be giving away somewhere near like a thousand pounds a week. And when you add that up over the year, yeah. like then it starts to like hit you a bit, especially in the current climate.
1: Yeah. I know so many people who have opened up private studios but I then I also me, know really, a lot like, of people the way to
3: go is to be like, like I see a lot of studios now 50, 50, 60 pound a day, charging small rents, things like that, or like more yeah. actual collectives where like four people are going in together, splitting the cost equally. And then you keep all your own money. So artists aren't trying to cream off each other. Yeah. You just keep what you earn for your money instead of like making your money from someone else's talent.
1: Yeah, I feel like that sort of equal split sounds like quite a good option because I also know a lot of people who've given up having their own shops because the stress of running a shop has overwhelmed their enjoyment of actually tattooing. And they feel like they spend more time people managing and doing admin than they do actually getting to tattoo, which is why they opened it in the first place, like to tattoo.
3: Yeah, for sure. I can definitely see that. I mean, I work in quite a large studio. We've got about 10 artists Whoa. two three receptionists piercer a lot of things so then a lot more does come into play uh you're like micromanaging more than you are like tattooing
1: yeah
3: how really do you cope
1: about. with like having 10 artists in a studio what happens if a walk-in comes in like how do they decide so, who does uh, it
3: I'm, I'm fortunate enough to work with some really talented artists to be fair and a lot of them are like hooked up quite far in the future i work with a lot of realism artists black and gray artists, which seems to be like the more thriving side of the industry at the moment um as for as anything else, I mean, so it's a kind of it's an open studio, but if I've not got bookings, I won't really go in. But if I am there and something comes in, if there's two or three artists there, then realistically like the residents will come before the juniors, before the um apprentices, and then like also who's standing around in the area also mainly um goes by like who it's best suited by. Like, if a traditional piece comes in, it's going to be mine, like, straight away before everything else. If a fine line piece comes in, it's going to go to renault.work, go to Abbey. So, really, it's more to do with who it's best suited to.
1: Yeah. Do you ever, do you do any other styles? Or do you just do
3: traditional? I only probably do about 60% traditional tattoos, to be fair. It's just all our posts, I do, like, at the end of the day, like, it is still a job. Like, still got to pay my rent. Um, so yeah I mean I can't do black and grey
2: tried (laughs) (laughs)
3: Uh, probably best I'll never do that again and I always (laughs) say if you can't draw it then don't tattoo it so yeah I'll do like little black work pieces like just new generic Pinterest stuff like comes in then yeah I'll definitely do it
0: Just something that you said there that I obviously from someone who can't draw and definitely can't tattoo if you can't draw it don't tattoo it is that is that as mad as it sounds Do people do, do people tattoo it before they can draw it? Is that just
3: an hundred uh, percent? Yeah.
0: Wow. Oh yeah. hundred
1: percent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know people who I've known from earlier on in life who I know cannot draw who are now established tattoo so I'm you're just saying, debating so what saying? continuing what saying? saying that. You're um, saying
0: there's a chance for me.
3: Yeah, well,
0: you've I got think an there iPad. is a
1: chance. That's Get it. You've got iPad, an iPad. <laughs> 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 um, if you make a good enough stencil and follow it, it's like paint by numbers. Yeah,
3: exactly uh,
0: that. Yeah, yeah, and I can color real good yeah. at coloring in. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I actually know a lot of tattooists who can't draw at all. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I've I've, I've been 13 years now. There was no iPad I started like, like a lot of drawing on tracing paper. I was never good at painting, but yeah all drawing and drawing and drawing hand stenciling for years well and I was really reluctant to use the iPad when it first came out but I'm a traditional artist so I'll never use that now I'm like yeah. drawing everything on my iPad
1: yeah it is a really great tool I know we can moan about it. like I started at drawing everything on tracing paper and hand stenciling everything and stuff but it really does save a lot of time
3: <laughs> yeah, so much, yeah it's so much easier I don't have to redraw a whole thing because you've got one line on
1: yeah totally and like mapping out stuff as well like it's so much easier to map out a bigger piece of sleeve and build a composition and stuff whereas before you would just be like just having to do it well by hand which (laughs) so yeah it is great um well I was gonna say when I went back a second ago I was like fuck I know I was gonna say something when you you put a post up earlier last week or something saying that you'd been quiet and I saw I looked through some of the comments. And I was really saddened to see people commenting, saying that they were forced to get other jobs yeah. because they weren't doing enough tattoos to support themselves.
3: Yeah, well, this is what I kind of, the post came because I was struggling for appointments very hard. And then somebody at work said something to me like, well, just get another job. And I was so insulted by it's like so deeply insulted. I spent 13 years like doing this just to go and get another job. Like it was just some blasé thing. And then I thought about that and I was, I really didn't, like I was struggling with my pride and my ego really to even post that. But it got to the point where I was like, I had like literally just had to fight to save my career really.
1: Yeah. I think that that post was actually really comforting and it was really refreshing to see somebody being completely honest about the situation as well. Like I don't think there was anything bad at all about posting it and I can understand how it must've been difficult to post yeah. But it was really nice to see somebody just saying, like, this is my real-life situation. And I'm sure so many people read it and went, fuck, yeah. Like Because I think everyone is struggling. I really it's think hard. everyone is yeah. struggling.
3: Well, the thing is, you go on and I see somebody like, like, booked up till May, booked up till May. And I'm like, I can get you in this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. You just feel like a failure.
1: But I think when you see that, I think everybody works so differently. And sometimes when people are booked up really far ahead, like, Obviously, there are people who are crazy busy, really in demand. And that's so awesome. They're really excellent people and artists. But people, some people maybe do one tattoo a day and that's all they want to do. Yeah. Whether it's palm size or like a bigger sitting, that's like, that's all they will do. So, and then they work three days a week. So it's quite easy. Well, I to do understand
3: because you, if you do like one three hour tattoo a day, you're putting like a hundred percent into that tattoo. Like all your focus, your whole day is around that. It's really, going to get all of you, and if you're in a position to do that one time a day and give it like everything like that, then like fair play to you. I wish that I was in a position to do that. Yeah,
1: sorry, I just had to tempt Elvis down from my bookshelf with them <laughs> dental treats.
2: The sad you thing add.
1: is, he doesn't even fucking chew them, I don't think they work just, if he just inhales nah, it. No,
0: nah, it just swallows him. Oh, no, yeah, yeah.
1: So now he's on my lap, like inhaling a whole pile. I just accidentally poured the whole thing out. On yeah, without my... <laughs> keeping
0: quiet for six to eight seconds, cool. Yeah, he's nearly, he's nearly <laughs> get, finished Get on it. with the interview now. Do you think,
1: <laughs> do you
0: think, and without, obviously, this is again me coming from a, a point of ignorance, but I see it so often in loads of creative industries where you are only in a position to thrive if you have a financial backing behind you, like if you're if you're from a rich family, or if you're from something else, which means that you don't have to slog it out.
3: I mean, it definitely is easier. I, I see like, like if uh, apprentices, if they're in a situation where they're living at home, and they're supported by their family, then they can be in the studio all the time, give it hundred percent. Then you've got other apprentices, like I did it where you were working two jobs at the same time, trying to subsidize your way through that. And it's definitely yeah. harder.
1: And yeah, then, yeah, sense. I
3: mean, also, like, as far as, like, Instagram and things, if you're in a fucking... Fina- oh, sorry. If you're in a financially... No, oh, you can stay <laughs> like,
2: yeah, yeah.
1: Wait, I've the- said cunt twice already. Don't worry yeah. about it.
3: Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> if you're yeah, If you're in a financially stable situation, then you're not having to post about your space all the time. You're not having to, like, constantly try and struggle to get that work in. You can just, like, fuck it, I'll you next week then. And then <laughs> online, you look less, I don't know, like, desperate for the work and then i think that does reflect in people booking in if you do look too much like you're like so desperate for the work i think it can put people off a bit they're like why isn't he
1: yeah i worry about that like i post about my cancellations and stuff and when i've got gaps but i but by doing that then i fill them otherwise people don't know what is it? it Why wouldn't I do that? And if that means that makes me look quieter, then fuck it. I'm still getting the work in by posting about it. So
3: what well, is is it? And it's also like like again, the pride thing. Like, I mean, every year, December, January comes around, everyone goes quiet every year. Yeah. And then there's all this thing where like people will almost kind of judge other artists for dropping their prices at this time. But I think I would rather work than not work. You know, yeah. like, just like because of my pride, not allowing myself to drop my price at that time. Like I don't particularly care if other tattooers want to judge me for doing that, I care about paying my rent.
1: And giving ham some ham. Yeah, giving ham some ham.
3: Yeah, ham. ham some ham. <laughs> ham, <some> ham. <laughs> get yeah. a lot of treats, to be fair.
1: That's Good. it. At the end of the day, like, we're all in it for the... Most of us are in it for the same reasons. And we're all in the same situation that we need to pay rent and we need to survive. So we just got to yeah, do yeah. what we've got to do. And hopefully when summer comes around, we'll be... Pissing money up the wall thinking, wait, what's yeah, the yeah, we'll forget about it
3: again. <laughs> we'll forget about tax in January. We'll forget about rent in <laughs> Yeah, fuck <December. laughs> so yeah, it. Was, yeah. Gold
1: teeth. Okay, I'll have four <laughs> sets yeah, and yeah, some yeah. for the cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah
3: that, I won't yeah. even be filling my spaces. I'll be too busy drinking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, did you find that by putting that post up, you then got some more work?
3: So, yeah, I did get an influx of bookings which then uh, made me feel a lot better about posting it. I did get like a good amount of bookings over the next couple of months. And then I got offered a lot of guest spots, got offered a guest spot in LA, like got some opportunities from it. Um, So yeah, it did help. And like you were saying, because on the post, there was like 78 comments. uh, But in my inbox, there was more messages um, from people saying that they were in the same position. So, yeah, and the studio I work for shared it. They got messages from artists saying like, thank fuck somebody said this.
2: Because
3: oh, there's like a nice. lot of people in the same. So, yeah. So that did make me feel a lot better. I was actually quite emotional about it on of Friday night. I started getting so many messages. And then like oh. the like feeling alone thing just kind of went away again. So I did like get a bit emotional then. So did you oh. did
0: you feel like you were you were the only one who who, who, who was going to be feeling like this? You posted it and then... You were expecting a few people who you know to reach out and say, "Hope you're all right, mate." But then, when it actually <laughs> turns, people from all over the gaff coming up. That month. well, I'd
2: heard
3: a lot about like uh, up and down the country, and a lot of people struggling. I didn't think I was on my own, but when you are right. struggling like that, and it is stressful, no matter how many people are around, it's a lonely place. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: And it's all in. Com- it's all you think about, isn't it?
3: Yeah, this is it. Because I was like, if I'm honest, like the last couple of weeks, I'm getting was getting like two, three hours sleep. If that, just lying up there thinking about that.
0: Yeah. And then you uh, don't do and so then, then you don't that, do your best work, do you?
3: I'm not gonna yeah. You don't do your best
0: work when you're when you well, this is in. it. And I'll hardly get
3: that sleep. And then so then when I have at work, I'm half asleep. Yeah, this is it. And then if I don't get bookings, I will I will just sleep on my sofa during the day instead of drawing new flash or things like that. It will lead on to like a depressive state.
1: It's yeah. it's so hard to be creative as well when you're feeling miserable too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, I'm really glad that something positive came on it. And honestly, I I really admire that you had the minerals to put the post up. And I'm glad that it's... it's uh... Yeah, I appreciate
3: that. It's one of those, because like, I'm sure there's a lot of people that thought it was funny, but I've had more people... No
1: way. I don't um... know who would look at that and think it was funny. I think... And if, if they, they did, fuck, if fuck anyone them. thought that, that, then they're absolutely what is it?
3: Fuck him, yeah. This is it. And then yeah, and I got a lot more people reach out there in position. So the good outweighs the bad from that anyway. So I'm still glad that I did it. Yeah, totally.
1: totally. totally. Yeah. As much as I moan about it and how many tattoos are and stuff, I I do really enjoy our tattoo community because well, there, there, there are some if, good eggs in there. If there's
0: one thing that doing this has shown me that I wouldn't know, is that there. You might all look horrifying, but you're all <laughs> lovely. You are all lovely. Smart and... more than others. <laughs> no. But you do. You, and everyone's got, there's like a collective, that like real team spirit of, you know, helping each other and doing stuff like that. And it is it is lovely. And I, don't, I think a lot of more corporate industries are seen like, that would be seen as a weakness. It would be, you know, you have to ruffle feathers. You have to be a disruptor. You have to break the norm. But it's like, no, you can just not be a dickhead. And I think it's lovely, and it's it's wonderful, and I think that comes from everyone. You, you're uh, you're most of you are individuals in a in a. Thank you, Danny's Just brought me a tin of lager there. That's no, nice. Hi, Danny. Thank, thank you. She's too fucked off immediately. She doesn't. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so even though you are all individuals, you're sort of bound together by this almost team spirit, like of everyone looking out for each other, and it doesn't happen very often, and it's lovely.
3: Yeah, it, it was, was nice. nice. I did have a lot of, like, yeah, like I said, I got offered a lot of guest spots. So a lot of people wanted to do whatever they could to help in that situation. So, yeah, I do think that it's one of the like, there's not any other job, really, you would get that in.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what um, guest spots have you booked?
3: So, uh, this week, this month, I'm going to Brighton. I'll be in Brighton the week leading up to the convention. Then after that, I'm going straight to Norwich, going to Bones in Norwich.
1: Lash, are you doing the convention?
3: I'm not doing a convention, no. Are you um, going to be there I, I, for it? I'm going to be there, yeah.
1: I'm going to say hello. Oh, yeah,
3: we'll have a drink. I'm working. Yeah, at a friend of mine, Ollie Sugars, owns a studio down there. And then I'm actually guesting in the studio that I did my apprenticeship in. It's not; it's owned by different people now. But oh, say that would be a lovely together. little loop. Yeah, yeah. So I bet that don't now, happen very I'd be often. i always go down there about three times a year, to be fair. But they're the two lads that did apprentices at the same time as me. So, yeah, that's like some of my best mates. So that would be nice.
2: That's nice.
3: Tough and then i'm going to edinburgh in the march working at semper and then to black sheep and it's 17th and 18th of march in bristol All so nice. yeah it be pretty long stop to be fair after the, after that because then april's crazy for conventions like three conventions in april i think
1: wow have you booked to come back to origin yet uh
3: so that that girl that i tattooed that did the lines last time
2: mm-hmm. she
3: messaged me uh she wants to get that finished so, I do need to organize that, yeah.
1: Awesome. We'll have to coincide it with Drag Bingo. Make sure it's the Tuesday.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, I'll try and come because I didn't say to where I'll come because I'm always off Monday. So, I'll come try and come Monday, Tuesday. Awesome. Get
1: it yeah, sweet. That was fun. Last time um, we were drinking tinned margaritas on the tube.
3: <laughs> yeah. Do you know what was annoying about that? I was like, we were doing shots, we were drinking, and then it got to like 11 o'clock and everyone just went home.
1: No, I know. I just... <laughs> I was just well, standing around get... like what's going on <laughs> I had to get the last train which is like the worst thing I think the last train's like 11 or 11.30 or something and I had to go and yeah, it's always yeah. like well, really everyone kind of I, to... I was only just really starting to get
3: going I was like buzzing by then and then everyone's gone away just, oh <laughs> <job>. <laughs> just went back to my hotel I think I had a can on my own oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those though if I start drinking then I'm drinking like otherwise I won't <laughs> drink at all
1: you should come out. Um, we're having a big meal on the Saturday night at Brighton. Like We did it last year. Oh, sick. And um, it'll be like all oh, the origin lot and then loads of people I'm sure you'll know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Come, and, come and join us. Like the,
3: my boss is working down there, to be fair, so I'd like to introduce you all and then you can come over to Northampton and do a spot as well.
1: Yeah, sweet. Okay, awesome. He's nice.
3: He's working down there. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I'll message oh, you. Cool. Lush. Good. I can't wait for Brighton. It's so close, though. It's like... I suddenly was, because I've had, I was away on holiday and I was sort of focusing on that. And you know, when you've got something planned and you're just focusing on that, you forget that life carries on after the holiday. I'm like, now I'm back at work. Today was my first proper day back at work. And I'm like, oh fuck, Brighton's in like two weeks. And I haven't got my banner. I went to Morocco.
3: Oh, nice.
1: Yeah, it was cool. It's mental in Morocco. It's when
3: you're there.
1: (laughs) It, <laughs> it's actually nuts Like it was just the craziest place From the moment we got there And our taxi journey to the hotel To like just the absolute chaos of it It was mad Do I think
2: but it's it mad like...
0: how Sorry to butt in Like I've, I went to Egypt um, just after Christmas How nothing You know how we're so regimented here That like, everything has to have a fucking name Everything has to have a <laughs> how you do it and we still fuck it up all the time. That <laughs> that just it all just works over there. Works yeah. it, it, it almost like, better. Do you know what I mean? The
1: roads, there's two lanes, but that's just a guidance. That's a yeah. very, very loose yeah. guide. There's actually four lanes of traffic. Really, in it and yeah. 50 million scooters, but no one's dying. No, I well. mean, not many people are dying <laughs> on the roads. I
3: went to Turkey in <laughs> September. I went to Turkey last year in oh, October. There's a tattoo convention out there actually that should do marvellous. Anyway, several crossings. Why the fuck did it have several crossings in Turkey? They don't mean, mean nothing. i like, <laughs> standing there for ages, like 15 yes. minutes. My wife no one stopping. Just had to fucking walk of in, in the cars. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Same in Marrakesh. Yes, yeah, nice. And it, we went out into, um, we did like this little private tour. We went up into the Atlas Mountains and out the other side. And you go from desert and it was quite warm, pretty pleasant, up a bit of a hill and then it's thick snow, like a foot of snow. Oh. And then you carry on on the snow and then you come back down and you're back in desert. And it, on the way back, it started snowing as we were driving up into the Atlas Mountains. And our guide was like, if it keeps snowing, they're going to block the road. They're going to close it off because it's too dangerous. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. great. What do we do? Just, He's like, like, just, well,
0: just slide back down till you can get yeah. some traction. Like <laughs> <fine. laughs>
1: yeah. a little sled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, we went quad biking as well, and even that was so. There are no EU guidelines. Obviously, it's not the EU, but I don't think it is. No. Come on, mate. <laughs> um... <laughs> well we're me. not, I we're, not.
2: Yeah, we're not <laughs> we're seeing, all the, we're like... seeing all, the,
0: all the benefits of that I can fucking quad bike wherever I want you know what I mean
2: <laughs> yeah. we're no, we're like...
0: no bloody snotty nose people from Brussels <laughs> telling me I can't quad bike over your back garden <laughs> in <Gerland. laughs> Right, so these quad
1: bikes, yeah, they give you a helmet. It doesn't really fit. Decide it just either sits on top of your head or it comes over your shoulders. I bet it
0: stinks as well. But then, absolutely, not, yeah. not so they give you a hairnet. Oh,
1: that's nice. And <laughs> um, some of the quad bikes, two of them had like three wheels. Mine to go in a straight line—that's
0: not a quad bike. <laughs> that's
1: that's <a> tri- trike. <laughs> it's meant to be a quad bike. My quad to get it to go in a straight line, yeah. My left arm had to be fully extended, and yeah. my right arm was up by my shoulder. So, if I wanted to turn a corner, I had to practically get off it to like turn it around. <laughs> At one point, I got stuck on a hill as soon as we'd left because I couldn't physically turn it around. Oh, it was chaos.
0: No, don't let Grant's- women drive. Do you know what I mean? For <laughs> <a gazer>.
1: oh. <laughs> Ant's quad bike, the clutch on it was fucked. So he just kept stalling or just shooting off. And then um, it was, yeah, it was nuts. But in the middle, we just had a nice little rest break where we sat on some tree stumps and had some Moroccan tea and some olives. And that was very pleasant. <laughs> now <laughs> we we'll get it? back down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then you go into your hotel, which is this absolute oasis, like yeah. five-star luxury. Um, It's so quiet. And there's big, like, walls around the hotel to keep all the peasants out. <laughs> but yeah. inside, they're serving you Tea on gold platters. or were something. Were you on it
0: the, a... the uh, all-inclusive?
1: All-inclusive. Yeah, it's only did, the second time I've ever done it. Did
0: you see? was there any British people being being weird?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brits abroad. Yeah. We fucking. One it, woman.
1: Know. One woman told me she'd got a cab to the Primark in Morocco in Marrakech. <laughs> I was like, cool. Imagine how
0: desperate. I just needed it. I just needed something. So he just pop in a cave. You go, hi, yeah.
1: Mark. It's like you've yeah. never
0: left Romford. It's fucking lovely. It's
3: like I go every <laughs> Saturday. I couldn't miss out. Just goes on holiday.
0: No. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> Why don't you get yourself down a souk and buy something nice?
1: That is it. Oh, God, the souks. That's nuts. If you stand still for too long, you end up with a monkey on your head. Oh, mate. I you think just... I'd be
0: too sad in there.
1: I was really sad. I was really sad. In the main yeah. square, there's... I've absolutely petrified of snakes like i can't even look at a rubber snake or a photo of a snake if someone asked me for a snake tattoo they'd like i'm just guessing really (laughs) i have to draw it and i don't even like that and there were so many snake charmers just loads of cobras and then people carrying monkeys around and so we crossed the square but i i just had to put my own like blinkers on and just not look, and it was awful. Their attitude to animals upsets me so much. Yeah. And just the way they transport livestock and everything like that is really sad. Were they, were all the animals there? Were they um, like for entertainment? Like the
0: monkeys?
2: I didn't find anything on the oh, web for off. absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, it's my, my woman. It, it,
0: um, were, were the animals that like for the monkey stuff, that's for entertainment? Like yeah, to put a monkey totally. in here, te- you take a picture, give him a quid, That's sort yeah. of them. Yeah, that totally is fucking literally. sad. That,
1: and then the monkeys that they're not using are just like in in like boxes and even like I know that it's different cultures and everything, and yeah, they yeah. use donkeys and horses and stuff. But I felt just really sorry for them, thinking about how hot it must be in summer. Yeah, and they standing stuff around, like, that's like
3: most of them die. Yeah,
1: yeah. I went that's when it. I went
0: to Santorini. The donkeys just carrying the rubbish up. So oh. there's this spot in Santorini where. You sort of high up on on the side, and you see the sunset, and it it's like the the sea is completely flat, so it's it looks like you're on a mirror, and it's lovely. And everyone goes there, but you have to get there like an hour before it happens. So loads of people up there, loads of English people drinking cans, and the bin gets full. And this geezer came up, and he was just hitting this donkey that was going up and down these oh. these stairs, and everyone there just started booing him. So it's obviously a thing they do that the tourists boo the they don't give a fuck because they're like well fucking. have have rubbish there it's like we'll bring our own cans down mate
3: the same thing happening how many pig farms up and down this country on a daily basis how many of them getting whipped and kicked yeah all day every day
0: i see all these um you know the the shit that the we're gonna go off on one air sorry lucy but the you know the red tractor shit where it's like, oh, this is a, uh, no, we're kind, we're kind to animals. Yeah, and bullshit, yeah, yeah. Literally every single one of them that gets investigated by Peter or similar organisations just finds it completely abhorrent, completely against all regulations that they say they do. And they just well, pay off the thing and is they the regulations
3: ruined. and the things that they say are just to make people feel less guilty about buying the product. There's no such yeah. thing like free-range yeah. is bullshit. Like, yeah. all these things are bullshit. It's just take away the guilt so people feel more comfortable buying yeah. the animal abuse that they're buying.
0: I've had it before when it's like someone at my work will say, like, they'll say things like,
3: no, I respect you for for your, for your choices and that,
0: but, you know, I'm really, cl- I'm really careful. I always make sure that, you no know, meat I get from a from a butcher and stuff. I said that's all bollocks. But, <laughs> yeah, but it's also it's also a hundred percent not true, and I can't be asked to argue with people anymore. So I just go, yeah, cool. No, no, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. You said before. Yeah, well, I've I spend just, too I, I, many evenings
3: on my I, own on Facebook arguing with fucking strangers. So like because every single one I argue with on fucking Facebook, they all go to the local meat bite, but It's yeah. not one of them goes to Tesco. No, I'm that's like, what I said. So you've,
0: just, you've just said that out loud in front of me while I've just watched you eat a Boots sandwich. Where did that? <laughs> where did? Where did? Where did Where did, the, where did that chicken come from? Where are Boots getting the chicken from? Because I bet it's yeah. a ninth nice one.
1: Yeah, shout, you know. out, sh-
0: shout out Boots. But I mean, you know if you want to sponsor us, it's fine. I'm not yeah, since, sandwiches.
1: <laughs> since going to Morocco, I've designed it to be veggie again. Because it just like, I just thought about it. I just haven't stopped thinking about it, really, since coming back. And it, it does. It takes little things like that, I
0: think, to. Because I think, like, Mark, like you said there, it, our whole food industry is designed to take guilt uh, out of it. Happy yeah. cow. Oy, we're the giggling. This is head. it,
3: yeah, smiling cows. Oh, that's I've seen smart. a picture of, of like a... Um... A local butcher's with like a pig eating a sandwich on the back of a motorbike, having like a great
1: time. I'm like, fuck off! <laughs> oh, I've seen that guy. Yeah, he just rides past my house. Cool
3: logo, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, look, what a great time his pigs having, eating other pigs. I've noticed you've you've
0: been doing loads of loads of good stuff recently for animals and things. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that?
3: Yeah. So, well, I think um, like. Tattooing affords us the ability to, like, give back so easily. Like, I mean, it looks like I'm doing these great gestures, and, and they are great, but, like, all that took me was a day of my time. Like, I promoted it, and then I gave away a day of my time, get other artists involved. And the last one I did, we got at people these, at these flash days? Yeah, I did a flash day. And I get people, the last one I got people to, so I did one for the animals, in australia when the fires were going on and then one for the abandoned animals in the ukraine war and the last one was just for like animal shows in the uk and i got people instead of paying in cash they paid in animal supplies paid a deposit yeah. in cash and then played everything else in animal supplies these days are great because we do the tattoos but the client like the buzz around the place everyone feels like they're doing something good yeah and, and don't everyone's take it
0: happier. Up to do something a little, a little bit that can like you know, Lucy, when you do your volunteer and you skip out of that gaff, don't you? You know it
1: fucking love it. Fuck it brings me and so not... much joy. So, so many people
0: feel like they they can't do that or they don't have the skills to do it. You've got absolutely yeah. everything you need to do, and it will be on your doorstep. You don't even realise that there's someone there helping people and you or animals or helping whatever, doing something and yeah. you can go and help them and you've got absolutely everything that you need already to do that
3: in the palm hand. Well all you really need is the time. Yeah. If
1: yeah. You can't give money, give That's time. It. When I came back from lockdown, Mark, I was like, I during lockdown, I started volunteering at this um, Day Centre for Adults with Lending Disabilities. And um, I talk about it loads because I fucking love it so much. So when I came back from lockdown, I dropped my days down by one day so I could keep going at least one day a week. And I feel a bit of a fraud by saying I volunteer because I just go in and have the fucking best time <laughs> yeah. of my life. It's so awesome. And I just think... It doesn't really take much, but I feel like I'm making a difference to them because they. it's so funny. Some of them will come in. There'll be three other people standing there when they come in and they say, hi, Lucy, and they ignore everyone else. You're and fair, everyone laughs about it because so many of them do it. That's probably
0: some sort of Stockholm syndrome because you've been bullying yeah. them for the last <laughs> totally. Totally
1: 18 like, months. <laughs> ignore quickly, actually, him.
3: <laughs> I need to, like, because um my boss, he lets... I'm like the only, like, I think there's two beings in the shop every time one of these things happen. I'm like, we're doing a flash day, <laughs> And my boss, Adam Senter-Turkey, just always lets it happen. And then we've got, like all the reception. We've got a coffee shop and a bar in our studio. So everybody, so I have to give a shout out to everybody because everyone gives up their day for free. Like, That's really all the cool. receptionists who do that. And Adam always just so willing to let me use the space and get everyone involved on those days. So I have to give him a shout out for that.
0: I think actually I actually owe you some money because oh. I saw it and said I was going to do it, but I was—I uh, forgot, but I was in Cuba and couldn't access my PayPal account. So,
3: <laughs> Well, what I've actually done was I got time. everyone to bring all these animal supplies and I've just brought them all back to my house and I'm going to feed Ham and Phil for the next few years. To three. <laughs> <laughs> right. You, for the You're next just going two... to
1: get loads of pets now. Yeah. You're like, fuck, I've yeah. got so much food. Let's get 10 more dogs. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, it's dangerous. I went to one of the shelters to drop off. I've got to do three more <laughs> shelters. And I'm like, there's no way that I'm coming home with nothing. I'm, like, I'm gonna go through all these showers. <laughs> like, I'm I've been thinking about getting some rats. I'm quite like the idea of saving some rats.
1: Kind of my yeah. house, you find ladies in the garden. <laughs> I live next door to a pig farm and there's so many rats everywhere. I actually narrowly avoid running over one on my way home. It just ran out in front of me, and I just <laughs> <No>. <laughs> once my brother was following me home, and um like I, I knew he was there, he wasn't being weird. Um, but he was following <laughs> me home, <laughs> <laughs> and um, this rat ran out in front of me, and I drove over it, and I it was such oh, a bump. Yeah. I've, it I've, was awful. I've, I've but run it my... over
0: before, and I've, i still. Oh. If, I, if ever oh. I get yeah, if ever I get sad, it, um, like anything, like if I have a bad day at work, that will just I have to stop oh. it. Uh, my God. Yeah, just one. Yeah weird little my... trauma things it just comes back in my head whenever i get in awful. yeah
1: well my my brother said i said to him when we stopped i was like oh my god did you see that i ran a rat over and he went a rat i thought it was a fucking deer it was huge <laughs> it was massive oh god i just i yeah my friend told me once she hit a car and i just i think about it all the time it didn't even happen to me yeah
3: it's horrible yeah it's... Well, i can't imagine the guilt of that because you know like not to <laughs> <laughs>
1: you must feel so good you know,
3: like, that's someone's is, family in it
0: yeah. like i know that there's either an old lady who's lost their mate or Aww. or a, a 10 year old kid where's 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 fluffy
3: i always think it's funny with cats oh. because i like i wouldn't like the idea of having a pet and then not knowing where the fuck it is yeah
1: that's <laughs> why my cat our cats are all house yeah. pets i <laughs> think the, yeah
3: the, i think like people say that that's mean but you, you can't no. win either way I'd be like, yeah. fucking, you, let, you let your cat out and it gets run over, or you keep it in the house and you're abusing your cat. Like, it's also, what's it going to
0: yeah. do? D- My I'm, cat doesn't
1: know any different. I live near a main road.
0: I've not done the research on it, nor nor, nor will I, in case I'm wrong, because I'm a white um, middle class man. That's how we work. <laughs> but there's keeping your cat indoors must save hundreds of pet, yeah. birds and, and mice and whatever. Yeah, just do that. C- yeah, So, We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. say that. We could put a bell on it, but they'll probably hang from a tree and then that'll be my fault and I'll have to live with that as well. So
3: Yeah. Well, you almost you get the whole thing as well. Like I get, um, if ever I'm in a discussion about being vegan online, you get the, what do you feed your dogs? You always get that with your cat, yeah. the same thing. Do you think it's the same that, thing. You can't yeah. win either way. Okay, if every... I feed my dog vegan food, I'm abusing my dog. If I yeah. feed it meat, then I fucking <laughs> then am a, a hypocrite.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing, I think with things like that as well, it's always othering what you're doing, making it a you know a justification of someone else's decision. finding small
3: holes in you, so that yeah, then what they're, they're doing they is fine. Might yeah.
0: be wrong. It's like I remember wearing. I've got a pair of DMs that are old as fuck, comfy as fuck. So I still wear them. I've had them for over 10 years and been i've been vegan for eight so people say I still wear leather shoes like yeah but if i
3: bought a new pair i wouldn't yeah, yeah also also like you had them from before what do you want me to do? throw them away now yeah. so yeah they, and then, then it's the waste wasted yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you want me to, I'll, I'll eat i'll eat them <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> but none of the yeah. things that like, everyone's there's like because i work i work in a making websites for like a, it's a tech industry so there's a big there's a lot of men in the room i feel like it's getting better but it's i feel like it's a bit like construction would have been it's just loads of dudes in the room so there's constant terrible chat every single day <laughs> so you know it's like someone that there was the other day like it's, it's, someone lives somewhere in north yorkshire which is an all right place to live as far as i'm aware someone else said oh I, i'm i'm going to bristol and they're like why are you going to bristol and i was like have you ever been to bristol and he was like no why would i go there because like, <laughs> it's fucking lovely it's <laughs> the bollock what what is better than place removed in case they listen they won't listen but i don't want to get in trouble you know what do you <laughs> th- why do you why do you think where you live is so fucking fabulous and bristol one of the coolest places i've ever been is shit yeah. Weird, you know what i mean it's like that constant so i've i've had it my whole whole life where i when i i hesitate to use the word but i quite like it when i came out as a vegan
2: <laughs> i
0: just got fucking shit all day everything was like drive a car yeah but and, do, do you ever get where whenever you make like a minor indiscretion someone thinks you're like you're completely whiter than white and pure and you do everything in your like because you're vegan it's like he got caught speeding oh did he? I
3: thought he, was <laughs> I thought
0: he was vegan. Why is he, he overcoming the to speed him if he's a vegan as well? What a
2: hypocrite cunt. What you
3: mean? Uh, yeah. No, luckily, I've always been a dickhead before I was vegan, so... <laughs> and, uh, <things> like that.
1: <laughs> and that's why we asked you on. We thought you'd fit in. <laughs> yeah, anyway... Yeah. Um, there's one question that we ask everyone that comes on and I probably should have told you this before so you had time to prepare, but we'll put you on the spot. Um, if you were stranded on a desert island, which three tattooists would you want to have on there with you?
3: Well, probably I've got to go with, I mean, really, like Graham uh, Greylord is his uh, Instagram name. That's exactly he was no. the person that I learned to tattoo with 13 years ago in Brighton. Me and Graham were like homeless once, slept in uh, the tattoo studio for about three months. Oh. Sp- spent, uh, spent Christmas alone once together. And all well, we had for oh. dinner. With a mug of gravy for <laughs> <Dinner. laughs> But he's like, he's one of my best friends. So 100% I'll take Graham with me.
2: Yeah.
3: Uh, this is so difficult. It's like so many of my friends are tattoos. But I'm going to go with just my oldest friends, Aaron Fitcher, who's also from uh, Brighton. And then uh, maybe my friend Paul Ginge, because uh, nobody else can drink as many Jager bombs as me and Paul can so <laughs> less about tattooing that situation more about having a laugh while I'm there
1: well you've got to survive haven't you and do what you like
0: exactly and yeah. do what
1: brings yeah, you happiness be fair, while I'm there Jager. I
3: don't a fuck whether you're or not yeah it's all about
0: survival <laughs> and banter yeah, yeah, yeah. proper banter though <laughs>
3: Yeah, actually, Aaron quit drinking, so maybe we'll, t- we'll take Aaron
2: out.
3: <laughs> Get him out he's <laughs> no, respect him, to be fair. He's done it for a few years now. Yeah. I do respect it, but probably not going to have as much fun at the parties as the rest of us, so we'll swap him out.
1: <laughs> Mick, have you ever been asked to you on the desert island with you?
0: Yes, we've done it about three episodes ago.
1: Oh, cool. Um, Mark, <laughs> it's been great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <It's...
2: laughs>
1: thanks for invite, uh, yeah. thank you so much for coming yeah, thanks, on mate. and Appreciate it's been it. so nice to chat to you again and it was awesome to hang out with you when you guest at origin and i hope you come back yes, yes well we'll
3: sort that out and we'll sort out the the drag bingo so yes so you can come along mick
1: yeah yeah, yeah. that'd yeah, be well, great let's
0: yeah let's do it um yeah. is there any mark is there anything else you you're doing or you've got coming up that you want to No, just the
3: guest spots. And uh, yeah, the guest box, and uh, just like yeah, thanks everyone for uh, reacting so well to the post. That's been very helpful for me.
1: Oh, nice, that well. was nice to see. Indeed, it so, was. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, thank you for posting it. To be honest, like I'm sure you helped a lot of people by doing it.
3: Yeah, definitely. yeah. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. Now I'm going to go and watch Love Island, so don't judge me.
1: Oh, yeah, just in time. I've, I've the, our the whole timing of this was so that Mark could watch Love Island. We said, can you come yeah, on the podcast? And he said, no, it's too late. Can't do it. I've got Love Island.
3: I did offer to watch it on Plus One, to be fair. I didn't catch that. Could
0: you... All right, Lucy, you need to fucking put Fine, that watch no, in the bin. I've got bin. to take
1: that watch off, fucking apple pricks. Um, well, you enjoy that, Love Island. Yes.
3: Thank, thank you. I'll speak it. to you soon. Yeah,
1: yeah nice definitely. You, we'll see
0: care. you in Brighton. Take care. Nice Thanks, one. Mike. Cheers, See you. Bye, bye.
1: Bye. bye.